Love this podcast. Consider supporting this show. You decide how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Visit the link in the episode description to support now. From the minds that brought you the smash hit podcasts, Your Life the Mixtape, and Headliners comes, Your Life the Mixtape Magazine, a free, monthly digital magazine that focuses on music, culture, and social commentary on current news and events. Visit www.yourlifethemixtape.com to subscribe today. Hello there, I I want to take a moment to talk to you about Dear Dean Magazine from Dear Dean Publishing, my favourite subscription-only monthly digital magazine. It's got subscriber-generated content about politics, pop culture, travel, family, pets, and poetry and wellness articles and features, contributor articles from nationally recognised journalists, writers, and artists, and provides opportunities for novice writers and authors and other contributors to share their voice, talents, and words. Did I mention that it's completely free? Dear Dean Magazine provides free advert space for small creators, authors, and podcasters, fulfilling its vision that some art should always be free. It's owned and operated by Myron J. Clifton and is designed and distributed by Katya J. Lerner at Buzzword Consulting. Visit deardean.com slash subscribe to get signed up. You are now listening to Headliners, the show featuring the best and brightest in entertainment worldwide. Now here's your host, Greg Howard Jr. My guest on this episode recently released his new EP entitled The Roads, and he'll be hitting the road this spring on a tour. Please welcome the absolutely amazing Jonah Kagan to the show. Hello, sir. How's it going, man? It's it's fantastic now that you're here. Thank you so much for being here. Tell me about the new EP. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm really proud of this one. This is... This is uh kind of the first project for me that I think um, it feels like I honed in on the sound that I really care about. Um, 
And it was also just a, a very, these songs weren't easy for me to write. And I know all of the, uh, you know, I've heard so many times that this, the best songs are the ones that are not easy to write and the ones that scare you a little bit. Um, so I think, uh, I think these are that for me and I'm really proud of them. So on a, on a scale of one to 10, how excited about life are you right now? Oh man. See, that's a tough question because ex- excited <laughs> about life. I don't, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I'm always trying to be as excited as I possibly can be. Uh, I'm very grateful to be alive. I'm very grateful to be doing exactly what I'm doing. And, and honestly, just to have the opportunity to be here and to have the job that I have. Um, it's, it's really special. So yeah, I think things are good, man. And, but you know, I, I obviously experienced the, uh, there's a reason why my songs are, uh, you touch on happy and sad emotions, you know, <laughs> so I'm just human like everybody else. So I think it's a good balance, but right now, um, I'm in a great spot and I can't wait to be making more music and touring more music. And it, it's going to be awesome. What do you think, or, or what do you feel has been your like career highlight so far? Well, it's a good question. It's it, it kind of, I'm definitely victim of, uh, not celebrating my achievements properly, you know, and I think I, uh, I kind of just jumped to the next thing. So a question like that forces me to look back a little bit. Um, to be honest, man, I, I, I could point to a lot of different sort of individual achievements, like, like, uh, you know, the roads overtaking, uh, broken, which was my number one song for a long time. Uh, or producing my first song or getting my first tour or um, my first headline tour, you know, all all of those things are huge moments in my career and big achievements. Um, Even like signing my record deal or uh, making it my full-time job, whatever it is first, all these things. Um, But truthfully, I, none of those things are as fulfilling as the sort of, you know, ongoing relationship I have with music and with the people that are there to receive it. Um, it's, it's a really special thing that that's what I think is the, the high of my job is like that, you know, aspect of bringing somebody something that, that means something to them. Um, and then second to that, just getting to work with my family too. Cause I, I'm, they're also involved in my project in, in the best way possible. Um, so I just, I think they keep me grounded and they keep my perspective that same way. But I know just every time I get caught up on the individual achievements, it's like, uh, you know, I could point to those things and I am proud of them, but I'm much more proud to wake up and make the effort, you know? I love that. That's a, that's a fantastic answer. <laughs> I hope so. I'm trying. <laughs> In a landscape where it, it kind of feels like anybody with a computer can put out music now, <laughs> what do you feel sets you apart from everybody else in this landscape? Oh, that's another tough. You're asking good questions. These are good <laughs> questions because they, they don't have a. I think there's a straightforward answer, then there's a not so straightforward answer. And the straightforward answer is what somebody might give you that's just like, well, I'm better at this, or I can do this better, or <laughs> this is what makes me unique, or this and that. Um, but again, my thought here is is a lot more sort of um, 
uh, I guess I don't want to say humble. It's it's, it's not humble in my own sense, but more just to what music is and to the human experience. I think the thing that sets everyone apart is the fact that nobody can be better at being them than, than they are. (laughs) You know, I, I think like I've grappled a lot with the sort of, um, I got to get the squeaky toy out of my dog's mouth. He's going to squeak forever. There you go, bud. Okay. Um, But I think uh, I've grappled a lot with comparison, especially at the beginning of being like, well, this guy's so good. You know, this, this guy's voice is unbelievable. Um, And then I came to realize, well, well, there are people that do that with me. There are people that do that with Axl Rose. There are people that do that with, you know, I don't know, insert anyone. Um, and the truth is, is that you are better at being yourself than anybody else. So to me, it's just kind of, I think the thing that would set me apart. Um, I don't, I don't love looking for things that set me apart other than just being authentically myself. And that's also why I'm so proud of this project is because it is authentically me in a way, um, you know, it's, it's not contrived and it's also not me trying to be anything uh, that I'm not. If you had to pick a hashtag that kind of describes all that Jonah Kagan is musically, what is that hashtag? And I, 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 my, my, my mind goes straight to, for me, it's about the, the words more than anything, especially nowadays. I think the, the thing I go to is just the stories. So I would say something like, oh my God, he got another, he got another freaking squeaky toy. <laughs> All right, we're going in here. Buddy. Here we go. Get in there. Sorry, he's a puppy, so he's he's constantly oh. squeaking. Um the yeah, I, I would say something along the lines of of stories or the human experience. I don't think it uh I don't think it necessarily has anything to do with like uh, the genre or the, um, you know, the the guitar playing or the sound or anything like that. I think that just comes as a result of how I choose to tell the stories. What's the best advice you've ever been given? Oh, I have a few. I have a few advice <laughs> pieces of advice that I have I've internalized myself and that I use as my best pieces of advice. Uh, the first one is, uh, that worrying about the thing, whatever the bad thing is you're worrying about is significantly worse than the actual thing. Uh, and once you're in the thing that's bad that you've been trying to avoid, you're just in it. And I think like that, this just goes back to, I played soccer in college and we would have stuff like, uh, you know, fitness tests or fitness days. And the night before, you can't sleep. And it's just dreadful because it's emotional and there's no, there's no physical pain or anything like that. But then you get up and it's 4 a.m., you're walking to the field. And then it's all this anticipation and you want to throw up and all this stuff. And then you start doing it. And yeah, it sucks. But then you're just in it. You're just doing it. And I think that sort of realization for me is everything that has been difficult in my life, you just do it and you've made it through because you're still here and you're still alive. So that's, that's the first thing. Um, uh, the other one is that uh, life should be easy 
And that's not to say you shouldn't feel pain or sadness, or I, I think that's all, um, you know, th that's all very real and very true. Um, but life should be easy in the sense that breathing is easy. And I think that things that keep you from living easily um, and that bring you a lot of resistance are not self-serving in any way. So I, I think that serves as a good guide for me. Um, and then the last one is just to lean into it. That, that is the one that I think I've earned, internalized the most and that I've gotten the most out of was if something feels good or if something feels like it might be something or if you want to take a risk, just lean into it and see what happens. Because the worst thing that could happen is that it goes wrong and then you go back to a piece of advice number one, which is well, then you just deal with it. You'll be in it. Um, and the worrying about it is significantly worse. So those things have, most of those came from my sister, to be honest, but, um, those are my, yeah, those are my, my biggest pieces of advice. Who is the dream collaboration for you? Oh, that's another really tough question. I have like a very long list, uh, of people that I would, I would love to collaborate with i i think i have so much respect for different artists for for different reasons um i i hold noah khan to such a high esteem just because he's such an inspiration for how i write but would i want to collaborate with him i don't know i might like poop my pants if i ever had the <laughs> chance to do that you know um whereas i think somebody like zach bryan is somebody i'd really i would love to see how his mind works and just just be in the room with him um, and then somebody like Lennon Stella is a big one. Casey Musgraves is a huge one um, as far as like duets go and writing and things like that. But um, all in all, yeah, I mean, I'm enthralled by Noah's songwriting, by Jason Isbell's songwriting. Um, but I think I think I'd love to get in the room with Zach. Noah Khan. Casey Musgraves and Holly Humberstone are the three most popular answers to this question. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. And also Haley Williams is, oh, is yeah. another heavy favorite. Everybody, regardless of genre of music, everybody's like, yeah. I want to work with Haley. I mean, that, that would be a dream that she, she's insane. Yeah. That's, that's a totally understandable answer. <laughs> I think also, also I should say this. I have two other ones. Bonnie Vera, of course. That's probably a pretty common one. And then uh, James Blake. I think James Blake is very impressive and creative. Those are my those are my other ones. Do you have a favorite time of day? Man, what a question. These are good. All these questions are good. <laughs> uh, I do. Uh, I love their, their my two favorite times of day are early, early morning. Like, um, just as the sun's coming up morning and, uh, like, I guess it depends on time of year, but like five, 6 PM, uh, at, at dawn, I suppose. Is it dawn or is it dusk? I can't remember which one. I always get them confused when the sun's starting to go down, just when the sun's starting to go down. That's, but I love the morning time. I love when it's, I love when it's quiet and calm. I like that. What what are the three things that Jonah Kagan cannot live without? Mm. 
like um, food, water, oxygen is what <laughs> was my first thought. Yeah, I feel like you've probably gotten that answer before, but no, let me let me think. Um, my guitar, for sure. Um, I would say access to nature in some capacity. Um, and something i can't live with see i'm trying to go all deep and stuff but i'm now i'm just thinking like maybe it's like you know like a ninja blender or some some something like that i don't know um, that's a fair answer yeah that that's not the answer because <laughs> i could definitely live without that but i'm trying to think um see i already gave a, na a nature answer also i would say And you got me stumped on this one. I, I don't want to be like, oh, music, because that's just stupid. Okay, I, hey, I'll tell you what. I would say uh, – no, I changed my answer again. Uh, <laughs> I would say I can't, I can't live without art. That would be my final, my final answer. It would be art. I think that's like the reason why I – get up in the morning is because these the humans are so creative and it's so cool and i i just think that that's like the reason for living is is to create art so that that would be my third answer that was deep too i could have said ninja blender but <laughs> i i like that one of your answers was access to nature because there's there's something about your music and even like the the artwork that goes with it that gives me like the this this like great wilderness vibe if that makes sense like that that is like the biggest compliment you could give me because that is that that's probably the thing i care most about even if it was like uh you know i had to give up music or access to nature it would i would give up music um in a heartbeat um just because i i spend maybe 70 80 percent of my time outside um just because i can't i can't sit still for one thing but i also just think there's so much to see and getting to go out especially into like montana to film and and to shoot those sort of uh like those like you said those album covers and the artwork and things like that um yeah, we've, we've just, I always want to be outside. It's so inspiring to me. If you could go back to the day that you picked up a guitar, the day that you decided you were, you were going to do this music thing and you yeah. knew everything that you know now, would you do anything different? Oh, wow. Man, another good question. Let's see. So if I knew like what was going to happen, is that the question? If if you had all of the knowledge about ah, the music industry and things things like that, then I I would have oh, 
I think I would have done it exactly the way I did it, to be honest. Because the way that I did it, I, I, I do know a lot about the music industry now um, and a lot about just music in general. But um, the things that I've picked up are largely because of the way that I did it. Like, you know, I, I, the TikTok thing happened, you know, and all of a sudden I was a college athlete and then the next day, I was getting you know, fielding record label calls and things like that. Just, there's nobody prepared you for that level of exposure into something like that or something it's so bizarre too. So I think my, I learned so much from that experience specifically. Um, and now I just, I just am so grateful to, to be able to wake up and, and think about what am I going to, what am I going to do today? What am I going to try today? You know, like what is that? So I, I think I would do it exactly the way uh, that I did it before. It gave me a great perspective on music and on life and um, people and, and everything like that. Yeah. What do you think is the weirdest word in the English language? Yeah. The first thing that came to my mind was fluffer for a fart. interesting why do you, i've never i've never heard that why used. do you call that i don't know if you've ever heard fluffer yeah that might not be a real a real word is the only issue um that may be a regional yeah. thing maybe or like uh yeah you're right that's true because i got like somebody calling a bubbler or a, a, a water fountain a, a bubbler i guess that's slang that doesn't really count does it no that totally counts yeah okay I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that one, um, or maybe like unkempt. Like what? What's the reason for the M? You know, that's a fair question too. Yeah, that's something. Uh, or perhaps, uh, Colonel. Why is it spelled like that? <laughs> you know. These are just you're yeah, I mean you're getting the top of my head right now. This is this is this is what I've got. I'm sure I could go on forever, but I'm I'm I actually like Colonel. I think I'm sticking with Colonel. Excellent. What is the thing that is at the top of your professional bucket list? Like what is the thing that you could do this and the next day you could retire and be like, I I'm good. <laughs> um red rocks headlining red rocks would be my 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 top sort of at least in in music i think the thing about me too um a lot of people who end up doing music um full-time and, and who pursue music are just obsessed with music um and like the sort of it, it was it was musician or nothing um, and I have so much admiration for people like that because I think it's just so, I, I don't know. I just think that their level of commitment to that one thing is so inspiring to me. Um, but that being said, my passion is not necessarily with being a musician. It's, it's with people and it's with sort of creative expression um, so my you know, professional bucket list is a tough one. If we're talking specifically about my professional bucket list as a, as a musician, I would say 
headlining a show at Red Rocks. But if we're talking about my bucket list in life, you know, it's going to be writing a song at the top of Kilimanjaro or, you know, you could insert <laughs> a million different things, but it's, it's definitely beyond the scope of just being a musician. Um, but yeah, that's kind of a convoluted answer, but hopefully that's. I like it. Um, there, there used to, we used to have a question on the show, uh, that was, you know, what is, what is the dream venue you want to play? And Red Rocks was the number one answer. Yeah. Well, it's cause it's the coolest venue. <laughs> it, it is like yeah. the best thing ever. And I got to see a show there for the first time, not too long ago. It was nuts. Uh, I, I saw an EDM show there. Oh yeah. Uh, this has been like six, seven years ago. And I, I remember that like one, just, just being there was, was an experience, but like the show started about the time the sun set. And once the sun had gone down, it felt like the music was bouncing off the sky and coming back. Like it was, it was a near religious experience for me. That that's exactly how I felt about it. Yeah. Is there an artist whose career path inspires you? Yes. Um, I'm trying to think of uh, a few. I, I actually think. Um, Alexander 23 is one that I love what he does. Um, you know, he was in a, a band first and then, and they were successful and then he did his solo thing. And now he does that and he produces for a lot of people. Um, that's one thing that's definitely inspired. I, I mean, I, I think Ed Sheeran as well. He's somebody who has a, a very successful, uh, <laughs> career as a as an artist and then he also writes so many songs for other people um i don't i, I don't think he produces for other people but uh, uh that's definitely something that i'm interested in um or even oh i just i just had another one that i thought of um yeah i i, I, I can't remember anymore but yeah <laughs> there, there are a few um oh i remember what i was gonna say i was gonna say fred again um, he's a great example of someone, uh, cause I, I don't know, not a lot of people know, but Fred is one of the biggest pop producers, um, in the world. Uh, but nobody knew his name. And then he started releasing stuff and just kind of pursuing his own creative interests. I, I think that's really cool. Um, so I would love to help bring other people's, uh, songs and and things like that to life as time goes on and then just see how i can help people in different ways so other than your own music what are you listening to right now <laughs> i'm barely listening to my own music no i'm just kidding <laughs> um i obviously when, when i've been listening to noah since um i was in high school uh and and i, I just i think he's so awesome but um lately i've been listening to um a lot of john mayer a lot of tedeschi trucks a lot of 
I just got put onto the night game. I don't know if you ever listened to the night game, but that was crazy, crazy good. Um, and then a lot of Zach Bryan, a lot of Tyler Childers, a lot of Josiah and the Bonnevilles, uh, a lot of Briston Rooney, some Jason Isbell, mostly folky stuff. Um, but yeah. Yes. What's a book that you feel like everybody should read? Uh, the Alchemist. Uh, I had that one ready to go. Um, <laughs> the The Alchemist. The Alchemist changed the way that I thought about a lot of stuff. Um, and I read it in kind of a nice foundational period in my life. But um, I just I love that book so much. And it makes you think about the universe a lot differently. It makes you question you know, religion and, and existence and science and it's everything. I love that book. Are you a coffee person or a tea person? I'm both to be honest, but, um, I would, I would lean towards coffee. Window or aisle seat? Sorry, my mic was muted there. My fault. Uh, I'm I'm a window seat for sure. Uh, I like to be trapped in and helpless. <laughs> if if you could pick a song to describe where your career is right now, it can be yours or someone else's. What song would you pick? Okay, it, it's not necessarily the the title, uh, but it's the lyrics. Uh, the song is called Burn, Burn, Burn by Zach Bryan, which I think is it's funny. That's not how I feel. Um, however, the whole kind of premise of the song is like, uh, it's just sort of figuring life out and figuring out what you want. Um, and having fun doing it because we all die at some point. That's basically the the message of the song. Um, so yeah, that 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 would be my answer. Right on. Who are the five people that you would want with you if you were stranded on a desert island? Okay, I'm gonna go. My dad. I'm going to go my, no, I'm going to go my, my dad. I'm going to go, uh, can they be fictional? Absolutely. It can be anybody you want. Okay. Then forget my dad. Uh, my dad, <laughs> my dad will be somewhere else. I'm going to go Rambo. I'm going to go maybe like Mr. T. I'm going to go Rocky. I'm getting two Stallones in there. Same <laughs> same guy. I'm going to go maybe like SpongeBob SquarePants. And The Rock. Right on. Look, look. That's a super island. Yeah, that's like that's like the that's like the Avengers right there. Yeah, right. 
so if if in 10 years uh you came back on the show where do you see yourself at that time oh man who knows that that is that is a question i used to feel like i had my next 10 years mapped out but then just stuff just keeps happening man um <clears throat> 10 years, let's see, I'll be 33 in 10 years. I would like to have started a family at that point. I think that's the only thing that I realistically see in 10 years is kind of becoming a, a family guy, you know? Um, I think our music's always going to be a part of my life, but I, I have a feeling that my ambitions will extend into many other creative areas and i i want to help new artists and i want to help people bring out their own creativity and bring people um something special so i think 10 years i'd i'd be starting a family and uh and kind of trying to start start passing on the knowledge so happy so tell the folks listening at home and all over the world where they can get their hands on uh, the new EP. They can get it anywhere. You can get it on all streaming services, on Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, Deezer, Amazon Music, YouTube Music. I'm forgetting some of them probably, but you can also find it on iTunes. Um, and you can go check out my stuff on all my socials, on Instagram, uh tiktok facebook wherever uh just at jonah cake that is that is where you can find it <clears throat> well thank you so much for taking a little bit of time out of your day to talk about you and your music and everything i have i've enjoyed this immensely yeah man me too thank you for having me we'll be back every wednesday and thursday with all new episodes of headliners don't forget to like subscribe and leave a review Headliners is a Your Life The Mixtape Media LLC production, in partnership with Rod Wharton Productions, all rights and trademarks reserved. No portion of this episode may be reproduced commercially without explicit consent.